What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 40 of the All Day Cincinnati Sports Podcast. I am Parker Fields here, as always, with my co-host, Donnie Menke. Donnie, how are you doing? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Hey, a win's a win. Just win. Exactly. A win's a win. We'll take it. It wasn't the prettiest win by any means, but hey, I mean, we won the game. That's all that really matters, and we'll definitely take it. Oh, yeah. Take it any way we can get. Yeah, in the playoffs, I don't care how. Just win. And uh, the Bengals did make history yesterday. First time in franchise history that they've won back-to-back, back, won a playoff game in back-to-back season. So, yeah, there were a lot of streaks. Snapped last a little bit night. of history they, last night. <laughs> yeah, they won the back-to-back playoff games. They snapped their Sunday night football losing streak for the first time since like '04. They've won a game on Sunday night football. And then really, they, yeah, and then they snapped Damn. the Ravens Ravens road playoff win streak. Wait, six, I think. Wait, wasn't the Raiders game Sunday night football last year? Saturday. It was Saturday, Saturday night. Afternoon. It was still Saturday NBC, afternoon. though. Last it was year's NBC, Raiders game. yeah. It was like 432, so. Oh, okay. I thought it was a yeah, late had, game. They had the first game of the slate last year. Oh, okay. They yeah, I got home. Pl- on NBC. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I got home at like nine o'clock, so it definitely wasn't the late game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and then Joe Burrow, already the winningest quarterback in franchise history in the postseason. Four really? new record. Yeah. Four wins, baby. Yeah. He's four and one the playoffs. That's a good start to your career right there. Four Pretty and one. Good start. One play away from being five and oh, too, like this. I'll take yeah. it. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> Literally. Um the, yeah, the Bengals didn't look great on either side of the ball yesterday, but hey, the defense stepped up and made some critical plays when they had to. I mean, Prochet almost caught the greatest catch in Ravens history and the most depressing catch in Bengals history. Yep. Because I was personally more scared about the fact that if they scored, are they going to go for two? I was terrified of that. <laughs> I think <laughs> like they 100% I, would have. Yeah, and I was scared. I was like, oh, don't. Like, I was like, okay, like, if you get the touchdown, just don't go for two. Like, I still trust us to win in overtime. Exactly, but I think yeah. they would have. Yeah. I agree with you. I think yeah. they would have. As long as there was less than, like, 30 seconds, which there would have been on that, obviously. But yeah. I think going into their drive, I think, you know, if they had, like, 30 seconds left, there's really no point in going for two because, like, yeah, Burrow could go down and get a field goal anyway. So it's like that doesn't really make a difference. You might as well play right. for overtime at that point. Right. And, like, I know people are criticizing Harbaugh for the time management, whatever, on that last drive, but I actually think his plan was going to work if not for Zeitler's hold. Yeah. If not for Zeitler's hold, I think they get a touchdown. There. It, it would have worked, in but second 20. it would have worked, but I don't think you – you try and milk that much time off the clock there in that situation. I think you need the time just because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they had fourth and 20 with eight seconds left and had to heave a 40 yard. Yeah. It, it, it definitely didn't end up working well. <laughs> no, I think that, I think the idea was solid. You don't want to give Burrow the ball with any time back. Yeah. You don't want to give him a chance to win it in regulation, but you know, that, that, Zeitler, man, I don't know why people still think he's playing well. He didn't have a good game yesterday. I remember him on the Bengals. He was a great Bengal. I'm not trying yeah. to take away from that, but he's not been good for a few years. No. And that kind of it showed up reared in its head in an ugly way yesterday. A very ugly way. 
And um, like for Ravens fans, I'm not gonna lie, that has to be a heartbreaking loss. Oh yeah. Because nope. literally the fact of the fumble, like that has to be heartbreaking to deal with that fumble. Like I know literally, if that happened to us, I would be upset. Literally the <laughs> longest fumble return in postseason history for a touchdown. By a guy who was <laughs> moving so slow it looked like on TV, just compared yeah. to everybody else running. Just compared to Andrews tracking him down. Yeah. It made him look he, way slower. Yeah, he's like two seventy something, but he ran a four nine forty for the NFL. That's slow, man. That's slow. <laughs> Somebody and, on YouTube said, I just don't understand Dolphins fans giving themselves moral victories. They were 9-8 and eight last season. No improvement. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is Bengals. <laughs> I mean, it's a third-string quarterback. Like, it was a fun game. Like, that's all I got. Yeah. But Mike McDaniels really was ripping the, pit, ripping the vape or the dab pen. Who knows what it was. But he was definitely ripping <laughs> – ripping something on the sideline and that was you could literally see it in his hand it's not like he was just going like like you could literally see there was an object he was smoking out of in his hand so yeah i mean the dolphins should have won but yeah i would be i wouldn't be too heartbroken about it if i was the dolphins just like i like the ravens just shouldn't have been too heartbroken if you see the final score and you miss the game like oh yeah you know close i thought but if you were watching it like we should have won that man Really exactly. That. He said, I'm a Bills fan, by the way, and then it's going to be a shootout next week. I, I agree it's going to be a shootout I think next it will week. be, yeah. I think it's going to be a high. I thought – I mean, I think it was gearing up to be a shootout on Monday Night Football. Yeah, I think it was too. I agree. Um, my only now, worry is a, Jonah being out. As a Bills fan, though, I do not agree with the fact that the Bengals uh, have to travel to Buffalo. I do think it should be a neutral field, but – the NFL screwed just play us, what's so. in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just gotta play, play, with, play what's in front of you. But um, you know, who knows, man? It being in Buffalo may be an advantage for the Bengals if the weather's bad. <laughs> with yeah, Josh maybe. Allen wanting to not with Josh Allen accuracy not being his superpower. But no. I, I I think it's supposed to be clear skies. I agree it'll be a shootout. I we'll get to that whenever we talk about the game, but I think it will be a shootout. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely think it will be. Um, but what do you think, like, besides that fumble, like, what do you think – do you think the Bengals, like, did anything well that led to this win? Like, <laughs> like, what do you think they did well that, like, led to this win? I mean, Burrow was slicing and dicing. Yeah. And he Early, was just especially. Just take, taking whatever the defense gave him. I think he got let – again, got let down by his receivers, man. They dropped a lot of passes. It felt like Chase had at least two key drops that led to stalled out drives. Higgins dropped a touchdown that resulted in a field goal. Like, I think I think he had an even better. Day, to be honest with you, you think who? Burrow should have had an even better day. Oh, for he sure. missed like maybe. Obviously, no quarterback's going to deliver every every ball perfectly and on time, no. whatever. And he didn't, but he played extremely well, in my opinion. He got yeah, I agree with over you. By, by the pieces around him, I think. Yeah, Chase dropped a few passes again. Which, I mean, in his young yeah. career has shown to be like his only flaw is his hands aren't the best <laughs> in the league. They're not the best. Yeah. He almost is better at catching the like back shoulder fade 50-50 balls than he is at just catching a pass. Like just like, 
catching a curl route like 10 yard hitch like he's almost better right at catching the hard like the hard back shoulder fades that he has it's just almost simple catches or right. should be simple catches yeah and don't get us wrong he can still make those simple catches but it feels like if there's an acrobatic catch that needs to be made he's more likely to come down with it <laughs> like he's, yeah he excels at the difficult stuff but man those two drops yesterday were what like first and 20s both of them i think mm-hmm. and he didn't come down with them and those would have been massive like 14 15 yard gains to get it back to to third and manageable and instead both ended up in punts i think yeah they did yeah that, um that's tough but you know i thought you know the defense stepped up when it had to the the run they finally looked like they were defending the run in the fourth quarter which was encouraging they did, they did. Yeah, before that it was like zero zero yard gain or 10 yard gain like nothing in between honestly i don't think he should have done it but i mean jk dobbins is kind of right <laughs> Like, saying, yeah. like, I don't know why, like, complain about not getting the ball. Like, we could not stop that man. Definitely right, man. He averaged 4.8 yards a carry, and he only had 13 carries. Like, Gus Edwards had almost as many, and guess his, his yards per carry? 3.3. 3.3. That's a yard and yeah, a half Yeah, I don't understand why he was getting me as that's many a... carries. Yeah, like, they split 25 carries. That's a pretty much even noticeable difference yeah they were pretty much even and that's a noticeable difference yeah that's not like one guy got five carries and had a less like less or more yards per carry whatever yeah right. they had the same amount of carries and he was doing way worse right it's not like the guy who got 20 was at like four and the guy who got five was at like 4.5 like this was he had more carries and was more efficient no so and- I, I, I agree with you I, he shouldn't probably have said it but he's right and I don't even disagree, or I don't even, like, like we couldn't stop him. And I wasn't expecting yeah. us really to be able to tackle him well. <laughs> like, he's been yeah. dominating the NFL since he got his knee, like, fixed back up. Like, yeah. he's legitimately been, like, pass? dominating the league. That's screen oh, yeah. pass? How the frick did he take that almost 30 yards? Like, I know that was partially Bengals, bad angles, and poor tackling, but Dobbins still had to make it happen. Still had to yeah. show enough agility to do it in that type I of I expect... Era. Next season, Dobbins to be one of the best running backs in the NFL. I, I expect him to go over a – yeah, <laughs> hopefully. But, but I, 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 I do. He's just I so do. talented. Yeah, he's, he's very He's so good. talented. Huntley, man, I was I was pretty impressed with him right up until the very end even. Like, he made some magic happen yesterday. He, yeah, uh, 100%. Fumb- that, that, that fumble, fumble throw, throw, yeah. Yeah. That that's the that was a really nice throw. Mind. And even I mean, the, even the fourth and twenty throw, the read option, was good. Oh no, that throw was great. That was yeah. literally the best spot you could put it. Really, it's just like exactly, hopefully it gets yeah. tipped or somehow. Some exactly. was Andrews in the play? I don't remember. All of, that's what I'm all trying to think. All that's sticking in my mind is Prochet dropping it. That's all. That's all that's sticking in my mind. <laughs> I was so convinced he had that. But yeah, that I I think Andrews might have been in the play, but I don't remember for sure. This is almost the same exact ending too as last year's wild card game. Yeah, which is funny. Tariko on the call again. Two iconic calls and two Cincinnati uh, playoff games for him. <laughs> that does suck a little bit. Huh? It wasn't third to Andrews. 
Oh, okay. That's the only guy I think could have maybe came down with it and mauled somebody. Yeah. That's probably it, but he also oh, I mean, shoot. I just slowed it down and like um like just slowed it down and had an image of it and stopped it. It literally was in Prochet's hands like this. Like he had it in yeah. his hands and dropped yeah, it. Yeah, he That's... had it. He had it. That's why I I thought for sure he was coming with that. I can't I even imagine my nerves sure. if they went for two. Dude, I would have been I, I would have been, been too much. Would have been too much, yeah. But thankfully, it fell to the ground. I wasn't as nervous, which I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing. I feel like I maybe got a little too overconfident because I wasn't not overconfident because I expected the game to be close. But as like I wasn't that nervous yesterday compared to like last year in the playoff games. I was like, oh my god, like I'll probably be like that this week. But like even last year versus the Raiders, I was so nervous. I couldn't sit still. I was like running around. Like couldn't like I don't know. Yeah. But like this game. I just never was, like, in doubt that we were going to lose, almost. Like, even though, like, we were about to be down 24-17, I was like, okay, we're going to go get a touchdown now. Like, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I was expecting – look, the way the defense was playing before that fumble, I legitimately thought that the, the Ravens were going to win that game. They were just moving the ball too well. The offense was getting kind of stuck. Like, it mm-hmm. was just worry time for me. But that yeah. fumble, man, that's a shot in the arm that will wake any team up. Oh, for sure. And I know, I know, uh, rightfully, Logan Wilson and Sam Hubbard are getting a ton of praise for that play. But can we please start giving Jermaine Pratt some credit too? He held Huntley in place for Wilson to come get that ball. Wilson does yeah. not come get that without Pratt holding him where he did. I need to see more Jermaine love for that play. Man, man earned it. That was a Pratt played awesome all yesterday. All three of them. Yeah, Pratt was. Pratt played. Pratt right. Wilson Gaither. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, Gaither came up with they that. They all pick. played great. That pick was Gaither huge. made a ton of special teams tackles, didn't he? Yeah. Early, I thought we were going to like – I was like, oh, we're going to run away with this game when we were up 10 nothing, and Burrow was like, what, 13 of 15 or whatever? 12, 12-15. 12-15. Yeah. And yeah. Chase, like, looked like they couldn't guard Jamar Chase. He had six receptions in the first, like, yeah. quarter and a half, and it was like, oh, God, he's gonna, this is going to be bad. And then McPherson missed the extra point, and I'm like, oh, right, still the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Hey, last did did McPherson even miss a kick? Last Not last year, in the year no. No, that oh. that missed extra point is his first and so far only missed kick in his playoff career in five games. Yeah, that's but, crazy um, though that they split yeah. the carries with Dobbins and Gus Edwards. Yeah, I can't get over that. Looking at the stats now, like, like it's why? worse than I thought. I didn't realize it was like I thought it was like I don't know. 15 carries to like eight. <laughs> I didn't realize yeah. Gus Edwards got the ball that much. I really didn't. That's how much more of an impact Dobbins made, in my opinion. Like you, yeah, I didn't even Dobbins notice Gus more. Edwards. Yeah, I I noticed Gus Edwards not trying for the on the fumble return. Yeah, that's what I noticed. <laughs> like that's what I got. But he clearly didn't get in trouble for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't get it. I. Ravens, I've seen a bunch of Ravens fans that want Roman fired this morning, so maybe the same page, but I still don't get it. Like, that's to me, you in the playoffs, you need to, to go with your best players. And Dobbins was Dobbins was the best, player. by far the best running back. He's the best player the right best now on back. offense. Him well, or Andrews. Yeah. Well, Andrews, Andrews had a good game yesterday, but that was his best game in like two and a half months. 
But like, I also think that's well. partially just their whole. But their whole offense has just been struggling. Yeah. In general, yeah. as an offense. Yeah. And Andrew really Lamar out. caught up to Herbert to Hubbard, but yeah. For some reason, he dove too early. If he like just chased for another like two yards and then dove, he would have had him. Yeah. But yeah, and honestly, if he had prob- tried to fight the block a little more, it looked like he turned too early or too mm-hmm. late. I mean, um, I I will say this: What were the Bengals guys doing? They weren't trying. They were like celebrating and didn't even realize. They didn't even realize Mark Andrews is right next to him. Like, gotta. Get him. Right. The Bengals right. guys like looked like they didn't even know Mark Andrews was there is what it seemed like. Yeah, what was it? Hubbard said he looked up at the video board and saw Andrews coming and was yelling, he's coming, he's coming, block him, block him. <laughs> yeah, it's like nobody saw that Mark Andrews was coming, I swear. Yeah, I don't think they I don't think they did either for a minute. Nobody was looking back, which if you're running with the ball, I don't want you to look back. But if you're blocking, no. yeah, I probably need you back and make sure that you've got everybody oh, accounted yeah. for. <laughs> but thankfully who was it at the last second got it um who made the block i don't remember <laughs> i don't remember uh somebody don't got him just in time somebody did <laughs> yeah. we don't know but it was i don't think it was von bell bell was in the middle so i don't think no. it was him yeah, I don't that's, know. That's killing me now. But yeah. Hold up. I'll find it right now. It's not Davis Gaither. Cause he was on the other side. Who was the one who actually made the block? That's killing me. I'm I'm finding it right now. Alright. Okay, it, so Hubbard's yeah. running. It's Wilson, Gaither, and Bell. Or no, it's Bailey. Marcus Bailey, okay. And Marcus Bailey makes the block. Okay. Good. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah, that. that I also kind of shocked that I got called nervous. that block in the back. Apparently, according to NFL rules, it's not because Andrew started to turn as Bailey was starting <laughs> to block him. Bless you. Thank you. So, I guess it's not technically a block in the back. Yeah, I guess not, but. Just looking at it, it looked like one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just... yeah, for sure. But I I'm thought not in real time, like, oh rules, crap, but... it's coming back. Yeah, yeah just off. And yeah, then, just then off no real flag. Time, like, then no flag, and I'm like, let's go, <laughs> <laughs> let's go. <laughs> There's a reason yeah, those like... fumble returns don't happen. <laughs> Why that's exactly. the longest in NFL history? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but who? We can get into some college hoops talk, though. Talk yeah, a little bit about Xavier's win and UC's win. Um, we can talk about UC first. UC had a big win over SMU on the weekend. Donnie and me were talking about their uh, three-point percentages <laughs> earlier in the episode, or before we started the episode, we were just talking a little bit ago. Um, yep. I mean, UC's a good defensive team. Once again, like they play really good defense. What was the score? Is in the 50s, correct? 54 to 52. I was about to say that, but I didn't want to sound like an idiot but because I was just off my head. But, yeah, um, UC is a good defensive team. They they always tend to play good defense. It's just they got to get their three-point shooting somehow and prove it because it's going to be a long year if they can't just shoot better than this from three. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, take out Micah Adams Woods performance and they're like three of 17. Like you can't yeah. like, that's, that's, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, that, yeah. That if, Xavier had, if Xavier had like five Quentin Goodens out there, they'd still probably shoot better than that. Probably. Probably. Sorry. Sorry, Q, but it's the first comparison <laughs> that came to my mind. Yeah. <laughs> it just, head. they're not the best shooting team. However, Miller does have them competing at a high level. He hasn't played yeah, really good does. defense. Yep. And, like, they're always going to be in games a lot of times because they fight hard. And it's just – it's one of those things where they got good players, but it's more so their shot selection than, like, they just can't hit shots. Like, they just – they take a lot of tough shots. They should adopt the Sean <laughs> They take a lot, of, a lot of step backs, a lot of off-balance threes. Like, it's just a lot of tough shots. I don't even think it's that they're, like, bad shooters. I just think it's the shot selection. So they should, but they're they 12 should... and 6. They're having a solid year. Yeah, they're four and two in conference. My only worry is that SMU is is six and twelve, one and four in conference, and this was super close. Yeah, with Memphis game with the Memphis game coming up in a week. But I mean, yeah. But East, I mean, Eastern Carolina's Victor not Locken. horrible though, and they destroyed yeah. them. Yeah, but Victor Lockin, man, I'll give him a shout out. Only six but ten rebounds and eight blocks. Yeah, he had eight blocks. He he dominated that. Nolly had a double double. Yeah, he played well. They've got really good individual talent. Nolly is the is cohesion good. of Julius the is really good. Yeah, Lockins Lockins good, but you're right, they're not cohesive. Yeah, it's almost like they don't fit. Like the pieces don't fit like to the puzzle of the players' play styles. Right. It's just like the Julius is a really ball dominant guard. Nolly's a very ball dominant forward. Yeah. I mean Davenport's just playing awful this year, really. In all seriousness, compared to yeah, last was... year, he's struggling. He had one huge game, I remember. I think, was it versus Eastern Carolina when he had the huge game? No, it was versus Wichita I... State. Eastern yeah. Carolina had 16, so he still played well. But he's just really inconsistent. He'll have two points a lot of games as well. Like, he'll have a really good game, but then follow it with a really bad game. Yeah, I don't know how he's still consistently getting, like, 25 to 30 minutes. Like, yeah. that starting five is good enough that I don't think you need to play Davenport that much. No, yeah, you just gotta he let plays. them get reps and get some. No, he plays a lot. Bit. I think that's yeah. more so a he's the Cincinnati kid. He started for two years before this. Probably, I think that's a lot of what it is. Um, Probably, yeah, yeah. I mean, Oguama's definitely been a lot better, but still, two of nine shooting from a, <laughs> a forward slash center is not not what you want to see. Because not at all, those shots are all coming in the paint from Oguama as well. Yeah. It's yeah, just, yeah, they don't got much production off the bench. It's just rough. Josh Reed yeah. thought he would have given more this season, honestly. Skillings has to. He's still uh, developing. I, he hasn't been great. Yeah, development is the word I was looking for. He's still got a little ways to go. He's got the clearly the tools. He clearly has oh, yeah. the athletic ability. He's just got to refine his skill it, set. It, it, it's real, really like consistency when it comes to their offense. They're just really inconsistent yeah. as an offense. Yep. Defensively, they're always coming with effort and they're always playing hard. So that you know what you're going to get from them defensively. But mm-hmm. offensively, on the other hand, they're just really inconsistent a lot of the time. Yeah, agreed. Agree with you there. It's just, it feels like they maybe they need to adopt Sean Miller's offense. Don't take effed up shots. 
Maybe. <laughs> a little better, a little better. But um, you know, I think they're just. I think it comes back to what you talked about with the benches. They just don't have enough depth. I think guys get too gassed. Is yeah. part of it. For sure. Because they're giving all that effort on the end, and you don't have a lot of guys on the bench who can actually give you a rest. Do anything. Yeah, exactly. You're 100 percent right with that. Um. I don't know. You see, still have a good year, though. This is still a step in the right direction, yeah. 100%. He's the right coach. I do truly believe that. I just think you guys don't have the best talent completely right now. Yeah. Like, and that's fine. I think they're playing the way they can play to win games. I think he's optimizing his talent the best he can. I just don't think he has that much talent yet. And that's fine. Agreed. They're going to. They're getting a really good recruiting class coming in, and they're going to have good recruiting classes coming for, moving forward. So that's fine. Yeah. Like, you're building a foundation with a solid season with not the best talent around this team. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, and they, they should, they're a, like a lock for the NIT at this point. Right. So you'll have some postseason play. They'll be, yeah, yeah they'll play enough. somewhere. There's another tournament too, isn't there? It's called like the C something. I'm just, CBI. You know what I'm talking College about? Basketball yeah. Invitational. Yeah. 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 So there's, there's another they could make as well. Um, Honestly, but who I knows doubt if they, they would even go want to go to that. that one. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was literally about to say. Who knows if they yeah. even really want to go to that one? I feel like teams usually don't even end up wanting to go to that tournament. But teams teams opt out of the NIT all the time too. Like, yeah, so, so CBI's got to be. I don't even think the NIT is that much of it. Like, unless you're like, I mean, even Kentucky played in it the year they got. In the I was going to say, unless you're like Duke or North Carolina or Kansas, even like, or Kentucky, would, but Kentucky played in it. Yeah, but I don't know if Calipari would do that again this year. Playing it? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't but outside so. of like the I don't know, they beat hey, bounce back though. They beat they they whooped that ball's ass this weekend, so bounce back. They did bounce <laughs> back in a big way. Yeah. Yeah. Huge win on the rough road. Lo- that was huge, yeah. This season might yeah. have gone in a just spiral downwards if they lost that game. Yeah. So that, that was big been, for them. Would have been pretty bad. Um but next up, let's talk about the Musketeers over in the other part of Cincinnati. Xavier did beat Marquette yesterday, 80-76, to and what looked like was going to be a shootout in the first half. But both teams really stepped up their defense in the second half. And I, I wrote about this in my article. Xavier definitely took advantage of the fact that those refs were letting them play because I'm not going to lie. Xavier was fouling the shit out of them, but the refs weren't calling it. Yeah. So, and yeah. they knew that. The refs weren't calling it on Marquette either. Marquette just didn't take as much advantage of it. But there was yeah. a few drives where, like, Nunji did not – don't give me that verticality shit. He was not vertical, and he used his body to shove <laughs> a couple Marquette drive attempts, and they didn't call it. And props to them taking advantage of that, knowing they weren't going to call it. Seriously. Yeah. They, um, that's being smart. I mean, that's Marquette's play style. So Xavier clearly wasn't going to back down from that. Mm-hmm. And it, it worked. Like, it, it paid 100%. off in spades. That first half, I'm sorry for anybody who had the over in that game. It looked like the over was going to get blown away in that yeah. first half. And then the yeah. t- under was a lock by seven minutes left. Yeah, if you <laughs> like, took that for, that over, that sucks. Like, seriously, that, it was it that's rough. Nine, Let's see, 48 and 44 in the first half. So that's 92. The over was what, 163 and a half, 164 and a half? Something like that. Um, but by that by that measure, the over's cruising. And then they don't even score. They combined for like 
what was it 64 in the second half they only needed 72 in the second half combined and they got 64 so yeah ouch sorry for anybody who bet that over yeah but the defense has definitely stepped up yeah. and i mean tyler kolek like he had 20 yeah. in the first half it seemed like he had 40 like he it really did it seemed like he scored every single possession yeah like i heard a lot of fans around me just screaming like how are they doing like I saw some people say, well, apparently Kolek is Michael Jordan when he faces yeah, us. Clearly. <laughs> I remember I mean, last year he had a good game, but not this. Yeah. I mean, Kolek. Last year was the Dewan Odom savior game. Yeah. That was Dewan's by random. far his best game in his Xavier That was uniform. the most random game. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, with Kolek, he, he's evolved into one of the best point guards in the country. Like legitimately a top five at worst point guard in the country and he was just picking them apart that first half and xavier was just he was getting to the rim you know? and i was saying Easy it was buckets. like watching lefty college luca like he was moving so slow in the pick and roll just like methodically moving to get a layup and it was like how is you letting him getting get a layup it was like how right and the second and, half he had to work for everything yeah so thankfully they adjusted to that but um Shout out Jerome Hunter, though. That dude is playing insane. Jerome Hunter's on a tear right now. There are two offensive rebounds today and 11 points, two assists. I mean, he's just – I think he's – when fans – not to bash on Travis Steele, but when fans talk about their frustrations with him as a coach versus why they wanted Miller so bad, you point to Jerome Hunter as example one. Mm -hmm. No other way. That's the example you point to because Hunter has finally figured out a role and he has become a fan favorite so fast. Like, it's oh, like yeah. He's it's loved now. Yeah. Last year they were booing whenever he touched the ball and now they can't get enough of him. <laughs> now like, they love this guy. Yeah. But it's just, that's, that's exactly, you know, that that's the biggest difference in this year so far. I think that and having a real point guard. Mm-hmm. Sule Boom. No disrespect to Paul Scruggs. He was not a point guard. No, he was a he combo wasn't. guard being used as a point guard. Exactly. He wasn't. Um, Kunkel had a better game for, than he has in the last few. Like, I think that was his first double digit game in like a couple weeks. <laughs> I think, I think he right. had, yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't been playing well. Um, but he looked a little better yesterday. He looked, definitely looked more confident. He was taking some shots that, you know, he should shoot. That yeah. he hasn't, he's been passing, he's been, been passive recently. He's been passing up open looks. And he needs to let it fly when he's open. Um, yeah, he does. He's good enough that you want him to do that. Exactly. Um, I mean, yeah, oh, but it was a good overall win. Though. Okay, but like besides that, be- it's been a while. Yeah, before that, he hadn't scored in double figures. He he scored 15 against Nova, and then before that, he scored 15 at Georgetown, which was December 16th. Damn. So it's, yeah, he's been struggling been for sure. Yeah. Because I know he dropped out of the double-digit points club. Yeah, the, these commentators love to talk about yeah. Xavier and all their double-digit scores. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it's overall a good win for Xavier. I mean, oh, yeah. eighth in the it's country eight. now. We didn't mention that yet. Eighth in the country after that win. Yeah, against arguably this arguably a top-two team top, in the conference. And maybe top-three worst. Top three yeah. or four worst. Oh, yeah. They're supposed to be a better version of Xavier if you look at the metrics. What is UConn ranked now? 
Uh, I didn't look, but I think Xavier's got the highest rating. Oh, for sure. But what's UConn right now? After they are, let's see. UConn fell to fifteenth. Marquette. I thought they would have dropped further. They actually, Marquette actually moved up. Good. <laughs> yeah, Marquette's a good, a good team. Yeah, they're a good team. Sunday was they're really good. Sunday team. was a great example why you shouldn't drop somebody out automatically just for a loss. Because no, if, if that so... game's in Wisconsin, they probably win. Oh yeah. But then uh, Providence fell a few spots too. And uh, just because I typed in UConn, Maya Moore retired from the WNBA officially. So shout out oh, Maya wow. Moore. Yeah. One of the best. Yeah. Facts. Um, but yeah, Xavier's looking like they definitely can, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say too much yet. We got, we got to see more, but I got to, got to see how they do on the road against these, yeah, these, yeah. Two, the, these top teams because schedule, I let's be real. Their schedule has worked out favorably so far for the early part, but yeah, maybe they not played the, for the latter yet. Yeah. The first the first nine games worked out about as well as they could have because now that they're seven and zero, and then they've got at DePaul and Georgetown this week. So the first half of that conference schedule is really kind of light. You get the best teams at home and the worst teams on the road. Mm-hmm. And well, Georgetown twice in there too, like, but, and they still haven't played Providence. So like, I think they're going to come back to earth a little bit. I think they're punching above their weight right now, but Sule boom, man makes it hard for me to think they're going to drop too far. That dude just won't let him lose. No, he's good. Like I was, ta- I, I wrote about this in my article too. He had 16 yesterday. I believe it was the yeah. quietest 16 you'll ever see. I like, you would have no idea. Like if you aren't like what, consistently checking the stats and stuff, you would have no idea. He had 16 points. Right. That was, I was surprised to see that like the hit a couple big threes you know those four free throws that iced the game man was no, winking about at the that. camera in between in between six free of throws. six from the line in the last 30 seconds yeah he's it's been he's been a an assassin from the foul line oh yeah but yeah that Xavier, I think Xavier is stop and smell the roses right now, man. This is about as good of a start as they could have ever hoped for. If they beat DePaul, won't they have matched their conference wins from last year? Didn't they go eight and twelve last year in the Big East? Um, I know or was it, it was nine a and eleven. Record. I don't know, but I know it's a ah. Was it little nine and eleven that good? <laughs> That's like what was it that good? Yeah, last year? <laughs> That's what I'm because I remember for. what was the losing streak at last year. It got it got bad. Um. Let's see. They finished 21-22. They went last year. Oh, they in had two games. Eight and eleven. Eight and eleven. Eight eight and eleven. Right. One canceled. The Georgetown game canceled. But yeah. Yeah. So if they win these two, I'll say they would have beat Georgetown at Georgetown, but who knows? Um, I'll say that if they win these two games next week, they'll already match their conference win total from last year. What should have been. Yeah. Like that's insane. And it's January. Like <laughs> that's incredible. That's an incredible turnaround. Yeah. And I mean, Xavier last year, like, I mean, they did win the NIT, which I mean is an accomplishment. And they were a ranked team before conference play. 
it's what happened after <laughs> after conference yeah. play began and got going what killed their record and like they weren't a yeah. horrible team by any means they just they struggled for a large large stretch of the season like that went on for forever yeah, <laughs> yeah. after they after they beat DePaul at DePaul they went like three and ten to close the season out like it was it was brutal mm-hmm. to close last year but you know with the way this team's playing i think they'll be fine like the defense seems to be gelling a little bit you can see some improvements here and there you just got to put it together yeah but, you know i don't think that four and dad four and ten but still <laughs> Still, they got it. Yeah, (laughs) I think it's different this year. I do. Yeah, it's different for sure. For sure. Um, you got anything else to add? Uh, no, I think it was a pretty, pretty baller weekend for Cincinnati sports. Facts everybody won. So, oh, the red, the red signed one of the best international prospects. Uh, I saw that a catcher, big time catcher. Yeah, that's needed in the. In the Reds farm system, that's one of the lacking points. So yeah. we'll take that for sure. Yep. Um, but uh, this was episode forty. Hope you all enjoyed. See you on the next one. See you guys. Peace. <laughs>